Welcome to Whiskey and Whiskers, episode two, version. Fuck you. This year is Chop. Gator. Chris. Blake. I guess third time's a charm. <coughs> yeah. Fuck it. Fucking assholes. Let's what's, see what's in the box. What's in the box? Welcome everybody this week to our podcast. We tried to start the show three times and we fucked it up all three times. Yeah. yeah. We're going to get it right this time though. It's Blake's fault. Boom. Cody Road. This Cody week. Road. Uh, single bourbon whiskey. Let's see. Miss- <laughs> That's all I need to know. <laughs> Mississippi River Distilling Company. And we'll talk more about it later. It's brown. Yeah, we're drinking bourbon. Sounds like a plan. Uh, so topic, I guess let's start off with uh, a while back on, on one of our other shows, we talked about trying to open a sex doll brothel, right? Yeah, yeah. So... I guess the sex doll brothel in Canada has expanded to uh, open two more stores, and I think it's a genius idea. Franchise? Yeah. I'll, I'll, whiskey and Whiskers franchise opportunities. Dude. Hell yeah. Could you We're going to be the choice podcast for your local robot brothel. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. Would you guys fuck a robot? Oh, yeah. Mm, it depends. That's making quite a large assumption that nobody in this room has fucked a robot. It can't look like a person. <laughs> All right, here. I'm going to pop this bottle. Hang on. Dude, I'd say if your pocket pussy has fucking Shut batteries up. in it, then... Nice. Yeah. That was yeah. good. Yeah. If your pocket pussy has batteries in it, then you fucked a robot? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mine, does, mine doesn't, though. That's so. where I'm going to stand with that. Ooh, nice glug glug. Mine doesn't have batteries. It has a, you know, a hole. So the design of that, that bottle like seems good. Pedal powder or something like that. You pedal and you go. Oh, that's smart. It's a uh, get your heart rate going. Cardio. Yeah, yeah. So it's actually a workout. Yeah, man, that'd be an intense workout. I it's thought, a, you, I thought you beat off because you didn't want to go through the workout. No, mine is mine is analog. <laughs> so no machine parts. It's just a straight. You grab it. Your hand. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. There's 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 a. Oh, are we talking about all of our personal? Uh, he stuffed a rubber glove in a fucking toilet paper, paper tube. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah not a, t- a little tampon fucking plastic thing. One of those. What's the most fucked up thing you've ever beat off with? Ooh. With? Yeah. Come on. Uh, come I always on. had a hard yeah, time. Bad. I always had a hard time fitting my thing in stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. It didn't fit into standard stuff, I guess, that I had access to. The holes are always way too big. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Couldn't feel nothing. I don't know. Dude, yeah, if you... If you're going to sit here and tell me you've never tried to fuck the couch, you're a liar. Nope, never tried that. You're a liar. a liar. Not couch, but mattress. All right, fuck you guys. I'll go right off the deep end. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. Pringles can, you line it with sponges, oh and then fill God. the insides. <laughs> with, you fill the insides with condoms. Oh, my God. With condoms? Like, yeah, like you wrap How do you have outside? that many condoms? You have to buy them. Sounds expensive. That's, yeah, bro. why not just use like rubber gloves or something? Thirty-five dollars in know. fucking Magnum condoms. Laying well, no, there. I had a bunch of used condoms laying <laughs> yeah. around. They're my roommates. He wasn't going to use them again. <laughs> he just threw them in the trash can like they're waste. Pringles. I'm just saying, can, sometimes huh? you get fucking. You know, you get creative. So, did you ever try and close your dick in the refrigerator? No. <laughs> dude, it, you're on your own on that one, bro. dude. It's cold and it's got the rubber rubber thing. Come on. Uh. Uh-uh. No. What no, but now I'm questioning eating food at your house. The, the hot game. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> All right, look, it's it's not something that works. It's just something you try out when you're 14 years old, 13 years old. You it's know, sticking your dick in the vacuum. <laughs> oh no! I, 
I've never done that. Danger. I, I thought about it. I'm not going to lie and say I didn't think about it. Yeah. But then you take your, it's, and you put your hand on it, it goes, and you're like, no, no, no I'm not doing it. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> How many times do you got to hurt yourself before you stop sticking your dick in things? <laughs> no, it's caught in the window this time. It's like Dennis Robin. I broke my dick three times. Yeah. <laughs> I never, I never tried the vacuum, but that would hurt kind so of the same bad. boat. Like I definitely was like, uh, maybe. <laughs> no. Nope. Never crossed my mind. Nope. Dude, the Pro- refrigerator no, is cold. I'm with, I'm you with close you. It, no. Probably crossed my mind, but you close it in the refrigerator and you go, ah, oh, that's kind of nah. No, dude. <laughs> that sounds like punishment. Like if I was gonna torture somebody, I'd be like, I'm gonna slam your dick in the refrigerator. No, door. no, 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 no. <laughs> Y'all, are, you're being way weird. You're projecting. <laughs> you're projecting. I'm, yeah. I'm not slamming my dick in the refrigerator. I'm just, you know, between the two rubber seals and you close it and it's cold and you're like, ah. Whoa, rubber, some... rubber seals. When would you bring them into the picture, man? <laughs> yeah, God. you never fucked rubber seals. God, dude. In my refrigerator? Hell no, dude. It's too cold in there. I did, but it was with a club, not with my penis. <laughs> <laughs> if they're rubber seals, they don't have to be in the refrigerator. <laughs> oh my god alright well then we've all fucked a mattress right yeah yeah, yeah. or a pillow even yeah. in like involuntarily like see that's not even entertaining everybody that's listening has fucked a mattress or a pillow yeah but guys you should try and stick your dick in the refrigerator yeah <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> why, not, why not the magic cooler at this point man is that bad no that lid's kind of heavy <laughs> yeah. Ouch! Ouch! Is that, is that as bad? A refrigerator door is heavy, man. When somebody runs around the corner and close the refrigerator door, and you're like, "Ow!" Again, the point is not to slam your dick in in anything. It could be accidental. Uh, I don't know, man. It doesn't sound like a good idea. All right, let's let's take these shots. Okay. <laughs> yeah, kids, don't oh stick your God. dick in the refrigerator. <laughs> hey, that's a solid opener, though. Cheers, yeah, boys. Guess. Cheers. Good closer. <coughs> huh. Ooh. <sighs> all right. All right. Huh. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it later. It tastes different. It's different. <laughs> not so the, to, not the like down the windpipe or I mean the esophagus or whatever, but like the actual taste in your mouth. Why are you crying? Yeah, my face had the reaction of Sour Patch Kids. That's why. <laughs> yeah, that was, that no, was I something think, else. I think the next one we take, y'all are going to be like, okay, I get it. No. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. So tonight's a pretty big night with uh, UFC going on. Oh, dude, I'm so excited. Okay, we're it's not going to go deep because we did do a midweek on this. but yeah, We're not going to go like balls in the refrigerator deep, but I we can talk about it for in the refrigerator. Ah, I guess that's pretty deep. It's a monumentous night. And so, of course, you know, with all the brilliance that sits in this room, um, we decided, hey, why not record on the same night that we're all going to party all night? So we have a we have a huge opportunity here um, to try and make it to the uh, the the title fight, which what will happen. Is in- we're, we're all going to get drunk before we even get to the <laughs> yeah to the yeah. So we're, do- we're recording an episode. Yeah, before the fight. yeah. We're doing a show, and then we have like five hours of entertaining people and watching fights before the main event happens. So, but um, I'm excited. I got a I'm smoking some chicken wings. I'm gonna do two or three different flavors, three or four different flavors. That's not good um, for you. I got a giant. Yeah. I got a giant fillet of salmon on the on the smoker. Also, a um, bunch of people coming over, and yeah, we're gonna watch the Conor McGregor uh, Cowboy, Cowboy Cerrone fight. Man, hell yeah! And I'm, I'm just gonna say, I'll, I'll Gator. I'll bet you right now twenty dollars on Cerrone. 
what? Or do we want to get technical about it? How? When? Does it get just the fight? Does it get odds? We can we can do we can do uh, the you know this method this the brackets later. But just me and you right now. This person, that person. I got I got twenty on cowboy. You got me. Y'all folks hear that? That's a crisp 20 straight out of the old ATM. All right, shake on it on the show. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. I want fucking McGregor. Boom. And I'm going to go hard, and I'm going to call See, it. See, you're fucking, gonna, you're fucking right, with my head official. right now, because last week, when we did our midweek, you called Cowboy fourth-round TKO, same as me. Oh, I did. Yeah. But no, nah, that was bullshit. I'm throwing it off. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it's McGregor, man. Dude, uh, Here's, so, since since we've recorded, um, they did the... the uh, Way in promotion event. Uh, uh, yeah. They're doing the weigh ins, I think. Oh, they did the weigh ins. They did the weigh ins. Oh, Dude, done, Cowboy outdressed McGregor. And McGregor awesome. showed up in typical McGregor fashion. He had he had his fly ass suit that had tigers on the inside of the jacket or whatever the fuck. Cowboy shows up in a black python skin jacket and he's yeah. wearing a hat that's like a cross between uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan and Clint Eastwood and like Undertaker. And uh, yeah, yeah. Low on his and, brow. And when he's when he's sitting at the at the table and they're they're interviewing him, you can't see his eyes because the hat like shades his eyes. All you see is this big ass beard and nothing where his eyes should be. He looks like like if the Grim Reaper was a cowboy. That's mm. what he looked like. What's that oh, horror yeah. movie where it's like a dark shadow, but he has the hat and he uh, Cheapers Creepers. You ever seen the bad guy in Cheapers Creepers? That's what he looked like. Dude. He's just like a dark shadow with eyes and like a the hat on. Man. And then I also got to say, uh, this is the first time I've ever seen Conor McGregor be like, respectful. Show though. respect. Yeah. He's humble. Yeah. He, he was like, how can you not respect this guy? He's, you know, fought more times in the UFC than anybody. He's got more wins. And then. Dude, he fought three times <laughs> last year. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then they tried to twist up. They tried to choke up Cowboy and be like, oh, you, you're upset that. You know, so and so's getting paid, getting paid. Well, that, that's you know, they yeah. tried to make it a thing, and he was like, "No, don't fuck with my words." Like Connor took this fight. Anybody that fights Connor is going to make money. Connor, thank you for taking this fight. I'm finally getting paid what I deserve. Yeah, like yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so, I wholeheartedly agree with everything about Cowboy. Like Cowboy is definitely like Hall of Famer, badass motherfucker. You know, like well deserved what he has. But when it comes down to, it, I think McGregor's going to win if. If McGregor doesn't win, that's because you gingers stick together. Yikes, dude! Yeah, man, <laughs> <laughs> I'll stick by the Irish man. <laughs> He's got this, dude. Uh, at the weigh-ins, they were super respectful to each other too, which was cool. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of the weigh-ins, uh, y'all should check out the Holly Holm weigh-in. She came out in a mini skirt and fucking stripper heels and looks like Sharon Stone walking across the stage. Straight All right, up. straight. Well, then, she's pretty skinny. Then we have to go there. Would you bang Holly Holm? Yeah. Hold on. Can can we pause for a minute? I need to. I need to go beat off real quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, knowing that she's gonna kick the shit out of you. Leave Blake Santris alone. Would it be a? Hey, don't put your dick in my refrigerator. You got your own refrigerator. <laughs> Would it be in like exchange? Like you can have sex with her, but she's gonna kick your ass. No, like while Can you're having sex first, <laughs> while you're having sex with her, she's also going to punch you in the face occasionally and maybe choke you a little bit. I don't know what are the rules. Can I hit back? That's kind of normal, isn't it? I think so, but she's going to win. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I accept these terms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think th- I think you have to. Yeah. I think you have to. Yeah, almost without a doubt. Like, there's no reason not to at that point. You're getting the best of both worlds. It was a yeah, it was a good way in. Gets the blood going. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited about tonight. I hope I can pace myself. 
and managed to get to where I see the fights tonight instead of tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Twitter, the five second Twitter, you're like, oh, yeah, cool. Oh, yeah. I kind of <laughs> vaguely remember that. Somebody got knocked out. Mm-hmm. Cowboy got knocked out last night. Oh, yeah. Turns out I got knocked out too. <laughs> yeah. Cowboy's going to, yeah, he's going to be out tonight, but it's going to be after he beats the shit out of McGregor and then he gets super drunk. Yeah. Yeah. After he gets knocked out. I'm so, excited. Hey, look, yeah. is, it, is it a thing that McGregor and Home are on the same cards? Because as we sit here, I'm looking at UFC 196 poster that was Dos Anjos and McGregor and Holly Home and Misha Tate. Yeah. Which Misha Tate, by the way. McGregor won that. That, he one. Didn't, that fight didn't happen. That fight didn't happen. That one didn't. Later, he. Oh. He didn't fight Dos He didn't Dos fight Dos Anjos. Oh, yeah. I was thinking, uh, yeah, Homeboy that he knocked out. In I think seconds. that was a welterweight fight, too. He was at 170, or he was supposed to be for this fight. And I think after that, he fought uh, an ADS. So I want to, I kind of want to recap on last week a little bit um, for a couple of reasons. One, we drank uh, the American... American barrels. Right. So <clears throat> I, I feel like as professionals... Which, by the way, that, that picture that I posted of the American barrels on Instagram did pretty well. People seem to... Uh, really like to, guns and whiskey? Really <laughs> like guns and whiskey. <clears throat> Turns out we live in America. But we're professionals <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm trying to keep us professional. So I want to I want to <laughs> recap... <laughs> What, uh, how did you guys feel as far as hangover and, uh, drunkenness that night? I was good. I was solid. Uh, drunkenness was, was, uh, drunkenness was there. Drunkenness was there. Uh, but I was at work on time and productive that day as well. For sure. I didn't feel much of a hangover. I woke up kind of grumpy, but I I also didn't sleep like a lot of hours. So you're always grumpy too, dude. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then drunkenness was there for sure. I, uh, I appreciate it. So uh, on our scale of one to five drunkenness, I don't know. I'll give it a. I'll give it a three and a half. Yeah, for sure. It was a. It was a good bottle, um, and it was a good time. There was a lot of debate last week's episode. I think could be considered fairly controversial. So yeah. tell us what you think about that in our comment sections. So also going back to last week, uh, we talked about how Australia was on fire. Uh huh. And uh, there's like thoughts selling nudes for it and stuff. Hell yeah. Uh, so they took it a step further. <laughs> now they're selling fucking brush fire dildos that are $65. No, 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 no. This is important. $69. 69 Yeah, you're right. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. That's a deal I can't pass up. Yeah. Hey, wait, I have, a, I have a note here. $69 brush fire dildo benefiting Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and something about their marketing campaign was something along the lines of like, uh, Australia's fucked and now you can be too <laughs> with the $69 brush fire dildo. Didn't... Uh, I wish they sold pocket, you know, refrigerators <laughs> for $69 benefiting Australia. It'd be pretty heavy, man. Because, you know. You couldn't carry that around. Come on. Uh, but, yeah. So, update since then. It started raining on Australia. <clears throat> so, they fixed the fires. But, luckily for Australia, everything was fucked already. So, it started flooding. So, it went from on fire uh. to underwater in a week. Ah, they're tough. They'll figure it out. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Hopefully we get rid of all those fucking spiders and stuff. Yeah, we're just trying to drown those koalas so that, like, the few that remain, we're just going to drown them. And yeah. We can Damn. move on. Fucking drop bears. <laughs> drop bears. They found the ark. God damn it. Uh, so, <clears throat> I just went to uh, Miami for a week for work, and so we're, uh, that's part of the reason that we're recording on a Saturday. Did you eat some Cuban food? Uh, I did, yeah. Did yeah. you go to Vasalis or uh, The street? No, the the restaurant. 
Oh, no. I went to the, like, historical Cuban street or whatever that's I right there. I fucked up because I totally knew you were there, and I totally could have told you where to go get food at for Cuban food. Oh, I was super poor. It didn't matter. Uh, but <clears throat> I did go to the... Though. I went to the, like, historical Cuban street and stuff, and, and I did go down to the beach once or twice. I, I was working, so, you know, it was, yeah. it was few and far between, but... Yeah. Uh, oh, look, I get to see the beach at 12.30 p.m. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. In the middle of the night. Yeah. <laughs> uh... But it was a good fucking time, and uh, managed to get some some pictures of whiskey in a really fucking nice hotel, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. There are uh, really nice hotels in Miami. Yeah, for sure. Um, <coughs> but, so, a couple things. One, I saw, so exotic cars are a big thing in Miami, oh, yeah. right? So, uh-huh. like, they rent them, they, every, they, they show up, like, they're, they're okay. everywhere, right? The, yeah. <coughs> uh, I got some good advice on that, too. While I was going from the airport to my hotel uh i was in a uber or lyft or whatever the fuck and i saw a fucking lamborghini that was cut in half that mother like it, it was raining and shitty the day that i got there and some motherfucker fucking split a lamborghini in half wow yikes i mean i guess that's one thing you could do with a lamborghini yeah so if you if you travel there and you're in a situation where you need to rent a car um what i learned there is there's this company called six fucking shameless drop anyways their uh the, their whole uh schematic behind how they do car rentals is they only rent luxury cars right so like but they also stay competitive with the other car rental rates which is crazy so if you use them you know and you go get like the lowest level car you're going to end up with like a e-class mercedes car mm-hmm. you know what i mean but it's going to be a benz hell yeah <laughs> so i highly recommend using them if you go rent a car there nice uh but so i I wanted to talk a little bit more about my experience there because uh one of the really like standout moments of this entire trip for me um was a cocksucker of the week uh so i finished work and i have 24 hours before my flight right so like we finish you know one two o'clock my plane flies out like two o'clock the next day so i got some time to kill and uh so <clears throat> I go, like, hit the beach, do my thing, and then go crash, get up the next day, and I feel like shit. Like, I'm, I'm starting to get sick. I don't, I don't feel well. Uh, and I have to check out of my hotel, and I have, like, a three-hour gap before I go to the airport, right? Uh, so long story short, I end up in this McDonald's bathroom, right? Because I'm, I'm shitting because I drank whiskey. And, uh, Which is what you do in a McDonald's bathroom. Yeah. yeah. So Whiskey shits. This yeah. particular McDonald's, there's a stall and a urinal. That's it, right? One yeah, stall, yeah. one urinal. So you shit in the urinal. All right. I bet you've done that. It's okay. No, no, no. So I go into the stall, and, and I haven't even gotten food or anything. Like, I, I just am like, fuck, I need to go to the bathroom, rain in this McDonald's, sit in the stall. And, you know, people are coming in or out or whatever. And then everybody leaves, and there's one fucking guy left, right? Urinal's open, and he's fucking got moon boots, dude. I'm talking fucking high top, fucking seven pound sneakers, and he's stomping around the bathroom pacing, right? And keeps knocking on the door to the stall. And I'm like, dude, I'm fucking sick. Like, I, I'm just trying to chill for a minute. I'm trying, you know? And uh, so I ride this out for... Which the implication then is like, okay, this guy has to shit. Yeah, this guy has because to shit. Because the urinal's really, open, right? Right, yeah. <sighs> so he's he's fucking stomping around in his moon boots. Which, by the way, I've I've been there. Like, you're about to shit your pants. And you yeah, need and there's to, somebody in the stall. And you're like, bro, you, you, you need to hurry because this is about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah. to, like, totally understand that. So I, I'm feeling the pressure, right? Like, I'm getting anxious being like, dude, I got to get the fuck out of here. And so... This guy's about to shit all over the floor. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to walk through it. 
I, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm like, fuck, all right. And, you know, I, I try and clean up and, and get ready and get out of there. Get your and, shit together, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. so to speak. You're pooping so, uh, I finish up, flush, open the fucking thing, grab my backpack, and walk out to wash my hands, right? And this dude fucking walks into the stall and pees with the fucking stall door open, <laughs> right? He's not, he's not taking a shit. He's got the stall door open, so he doesn't care if people see him taking a piss. Which is important because, like, he's I mean, some, standing. some sta- people, yeah. some people cannot pee in front of other people. Now, this is not a problem I have, but I've definitely, like, been, right. like I, I mean, I've been staying, or I've been at a, like, a concert or something, and you see the open urinal, and you're like, hey, you know, go ahead, like, because you're in front of me, and the guy's like, nah, and you're yeah. like, fuck it, dude, I'll go pee. Yeah. But there's certain people that they have to pee in a stall. You're right, and that, and that, okay. But those people close the door behind him. Right. They close the door behind him because they don't want somebody to see him peeing in the stall. This motherfucker, like, casually sauntered into the stall after I left and pulled his dick out and peed, standing with the stall door open. While there was a urinal available for the whole fucking time that I'm, like, in a panic trying to get out of there. And he ruined your whole shitting experience. Yeah. Yeah, you had to rush it. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the definition of pinching a loaf, too, when you got the broken crayon going on. Uh Uh-huh. For sure. So, fuck that guy. (laughs) <laughs> and fu- like people in Miami, if you're listening and you know this guy and he's done it to you, maybe somebody should say something. <laughs> somebody should say. Did you say something? No, I didn't. I should have. Oh. You're a pussy, dude. Were you, were you outraged? I was outraged, and I, I, I felt like shit. I wasn't. I wasn't feeling it. Like I was starting to get the fucking. Uh, you can hear it now. Like I got sniffles and shit, and like was kind of hungover, and I was just like, dude, fuck this. I'm out, and I, I didn't say anything, but I should have. And somebody needs to call that fucker out because that's some bullshit. Yeah, fuck, fuck that, that guy. guy. Yeah. So, cocksucker of the week, that guy. Fuck you. God, y'all f- no, but T for timeout, man. Okay, so that guy had to pee. But y'all ever been in a spot where, like, you gotta go? Like, what's the what's the craziest thing y'all ever done? I got kicked out of a taxi on the freeway stuck in traffic in New York City on my way to JFK. You were shitting in the back of the taxi? Nope. I had to piss. I was shit drunk with somebody else. And uh, we were heading to the airport to fly home. And uh, it was wall-to-wall traffic like fucking just six lanes of highway dead stop like you're moving five feet every five minutes you know what i mean and i had and i had to pee and there's like there's no we had no no opportunities here and so i told the guy i was like dude i gotta pee like give me the give me the cup in the floorboard up there and i'm just gonna pee in the in the cup you know and i'll keep it contained i won't make a mess in your car and no you cannot be in my cup he got really mad and um, I was like, I was like, well, you can either give me the cup or I can just pee in your fucking floorboard pretty much because I got to go. We're in this car. There ain't no way that we can not be in this car. He kicked me out of the car, left me on the side of the road with all my bags and shit. Damn. <laughs> so I've, I've, and I had to call another Uber and it was like, where are you at? And I'm like, I'm literally on the side of the highway. Just hoard, head towards JFK. You'll pick me up on the side of the road. Damn. You can't miss me. <laughs> I want to pass this one around, but then I have a, another another story after this. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I, ha- I I'm driving home. I have to pee really bad. Um, it's it's going to happen, and and it ha- it was like one of those uh, maybe I can make it home type situations, and it's late at <coughs> night, you know. Maybe some other people had been drinking. Definitely not me because I was driving. Uh, but I had to pee. I had to pee really bad, and you know you just whip it into a parking lot and. You pee as fast as you can uh, with presumably people around. I mean, you're in a parking lot, right? 
Mm-hmm. But yeah. but the idea is I'm gonna piss and I'm gonna get the fuck out of here so fast that you don't you even know it's gonna happen yet. Like like there's not gonna be time for me to get in trouble. I'm the just piss gonna won't pee even hit get, the ground yet. I'm yeah. gonna be back in my car hitting the road. Yeah. So that's the I don't know. I've I've peed in parking lot. Uh, I can never think that like oh because every time you're like oh it's just gonna be a quick piss it's the one that just goes on forever. You uh-huh. just stand there yeah. and you're like. If you can uh, find a dumpster, if you can find a nice, <laughs> friendly dumpster to park and pee behind a building, I mean, that's the way to be. I can recall being at a bachelor party and having, like, eight dudes lined up against a wall on 6th Street, <laughs> peeing on a wall. On the side oh, of yeah. the building? Yeah. He taught me how to pee on the building? Mm-hmm. I've, I've had, a, I guess, number two be an issue before. <laughs> yeah. So, when I was a younger man... That's I where sp- I want to go. <laughs> I spent some I time in the... There. The oil field, and uh, we'd spend a lot of time at these certain locations where we're doing work. And uh, it was in Colorado, so it was super cold. I don't know. Have you guys ever taken a shit in below zero weather? No, no. Yes. in a porta potty. I live in Texas. I don't. In a porta potty. Sh- in the woods, in the snow. In a porta potty, though. I've taken a shit in the woods and snow. It's not fun, man. Especially no. when you put your ass on that like below zero seat, and then you try to shit. But you can just bury it in the snow when you're done. So. Well, that's what I. <laughs> I didn't want to go walk to this fucking porta potty and shit below zero, so I was sitting in the van of the mechanic, and he knew I was going to take a shit in the back of the van while he was sleeping, because <laughs> I told him I was going to, and man, yeah, I went back there and pulled my pants down over a fucking trash can we had in this like utility van. Oh my god. And I was letting her rip in this can, <laughs> he wakes up, dude, he was fucking steaming, dude, gets <laughs> snowballs, he's throwing snowballs at my ass, it was horrible. I've been on the wrong end of a chop story before and had to shit in the trash can. Decided that the trash can was the optimum spot to shit rather than the urinal. <laughs> I don't. Huh. So I was. I, I, unlike I was, unlike you, the guy that I was beating the door down for when I actually had to shit uh, wasn't trying to come out of there. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I yeah, I've done and that. And so I had to shit in the trash can. I went, yeah, I went trash can on that particular instance as well instead of <laughs> urinal. Um, I was Not, out, I was out on a boat. In the in the bay, uh, <coughs> South Texas, we're fishing, right? Shitting off the side of a boat's weird. <laughs> no, hang on, hang on. So there's like I, it's it's uh, there's three of us. Me, one other guy, are the two that are paying for this guide, and then the fishing guide. Fishing guide was great, by the way. He he uh, put us on the fish. We caught monster fish all day. Also, the fishing guide was 350 pounds. I mean, he was a big boy. And we're on this like it's a pontoon boat, flat. Like, like it's flat and it has the real low rails, you know, so you can walk around the whole deck. Um, it was a good, it was a good fishing boat, (coughs) little, little different than most fishing boats that you would, you know, uh, go out with in a, with a, anyway. So I'm out there with this guy and he's like, man, I got to take a shit. And you know, what, what do you, what, what, where in the bay, where are you going to go? Normally, my brain goes, okay, you jump in the, the bay, you pull your your swim shorts down, you shit in the Not ocean, if you're shitting. then Not you if climb you're sh- back out. Uh-uh, you're flawed there. Not if you're shitting. If you're shitting, you don't want to be in the water where you're shitting because it's going to come up and then you got shit all over your back. Well, that's you, just what I assumed. I don't know. You shit off the side of the boat. This Dude, no. I was getting it. Okay, then you shit off the side of the boat even. like that. That's an option also. This guy was like, I need to take shit. And we're like, I mean, fuck, it's his boat. Like, what? you know, what are we going to do? Dude, he had a Homer bucket, and he went and he swooshed up some water, dumped it out, swooshed up a little bit of water. So there's like, 
I don't know, two or three inches in the bottom of this Homer bucket. And he takes it to the back of the boat, sets it next to the motor, drops trowel, and starts shitting in this fucking bucket while we're out on the bay. Mm. And and me and the guy that I was fishing with are like as far off the front of the boat as we can. And we're just like, just keep fishing. Just don't even look. Keep fishing. <laughs> we're, cast, we're both like shoulder to shoulder casting off the bow of the boat. Because it's only like a 16-foot boat, and we can just hear, <laughs> like, he's blowing it up, dude. Chop suey, huh? And he, he gets done, and he dumps it off the boat, and then he takes the bucket again, swishes it, dumps it <laughs> off again, and then just carries on, like, all right, I'll throw your fish in the bucket. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> no, motherfucker. I, I've never been on a boat where there's been a bucket. That's a little, that's a little more... Uh, he's prepared, man. He's prepared, yeah. That's well, awesome. I guess I guess the big takeaway from this story is this guy had done this before. Yeah. yeah. And this is not a small motherfucker. This was a big dude. That's a more civilized way to do it than off the side of the boat. Because when I've seen people have to shit on a boat, a lot of times it's not a, it's not a pontoon boat. It's like a fucking ski boat and they're towards the back side of the boat with their just naked ass hanging off trying to shit enough off of the side of the boat so yeah but so I'm, I'm more talking like as a guide how do you think that's gonna go down like are, are you fucking with your tips all right how about this would you tip a guy if he put you on the fish but also took a gnarly shit while you were on the boat. Yeah, I paid yeah. him to fucking put me on the fish, not to be Dude, civilized. Yeah, I've been in worse <laughs> scenarios. Like, fuck yeah, like yeah. Dude, sometimes you got to shit. Man. We tipped him. It, we we. I can tell you fish. this: if you fucking, he was needed, a good fisherman. If you needed to shit, you would have been thankful as fuck for that fucking bucket. I can tell you mm-hmm. that. So, yeah, dude, you can't. <laughs> he he can't had a designated somebody. shit bucket. Yeah. Smart. So you can't you can't blame somebody when nature calls and they're fucking. Out in the middle of the... Like, dude, you just... You do what you gotta do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's a uh, a fraternity, we can say, called a, the Outdoorsman's Club. And they take this shitting in weird places to, like, an extreme. And to get initiated into this Outdoorsman's oh Club, God. you have to shit in weird places. I don't... I feel like we're talking about shit for, like, the entire episode. <laughs> so I've heard... This has been passed down. But we also like, talked about weird things you stick your dick in, so yeah, we seem to be right on par. <laughs> so my dad told me about this, and I guess when they were in college, they'd like shit in the back of taxis or people's cars they're hitchhiking with. Oh. <laughs> telephone booths would call a telephone, and people would go answer it and step in shit, or they'd shit on a paper plate and run across traffic and smash it on a windshield. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> fuck those people. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, so awesome. You wouldn't do that? You didn't do hood rat shit like that when you were a kid? Dude, no, the only hood rat shit is the <laughs> shit. Not with shit. Shit, no, <laughs> never, shit. shit in the bag and light it on fire on somebody's porch. Like, All right, so. That's, uh, <laughs> that's a boy, yeah, that's a growing up right. Every fucking buddy d- did that or knew somebody that did that. Except for Blake. Blake didn't do that. He peed in it. I can oh. think of five things that are just as sketchy that Blake's done. Chop. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> we can't talk about What's doo-doo. What's up? Uh, Eminem dropped a new album. Yeah, he did. Let's pour up shots and then talk about it. All right, let's do that. <laughs> uh, as a matter of fact, I'll go ahead and kick it off. So two albums dropped the same day. It was Eminem's new album and Mac Miller's new album. Yeah. Uh, and, and we'll get into this a little bit more thoroughly. But <clears throat> you know what they have in common? Uh, they're both rappers. They both died three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I actually like Eminem. <laughs> uh, so what I will say right out the gates is that I don't think this whiskey is going to go down as well as you think it is. Oof. 
Good thing my ambition always exceeds my talent. I do. I do. I like the, the first shot. Let's, let's try this. <laughs> Alrighty then, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Oh. All right. Cody Road, single bourbon whiskey. Single barrel. Single barrel. Dude, it's got a batch number. It's got a bottle number. Nice. Uh, it's in it's it's in a unique bottle. It's in it, you know. Yeah. It's got like it's the, pretty busy on the front. I'm not gonna lie. It's, it's got a lot going on. It's a busy label compared to the other ones we've been checking out. Let's see here. Uh, damn, I can't read. <clears throat> Finally admits it. <laughs> Buffalo <laughs> Bill Cody, live life large. Born just a mile from our distillery, uh, we honor his legend with a big whiskey. Uh, this limited weeded bourbon is hand-selected one barrel at a time, uh, bottled at a barrel proof of 105. Ooh, that's why. Damn. Oh, no wonder. <laughs> we encourage you to live life large the Cody Road way. Damn. That's, and uh, it, and that's it, tells the break, it tells the breakdown, like, what's in it. You know, like, uh, grain bill, 78%. Oh, nobody hears about that. Corn, 20% wheat, da 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 Uh... Good thing we started with the 105 proof for the day that we need to drink whiskey for seven straight hours. 105 proof. That's, that's what it is. All right. <laughs> so let's let's break it down real quick. Well, it changes my it changes my shit because yeah. uh, the crunch makes more sweetness. Sense. Nah, nah, nah. No. no, no sweet. I'm gonna give it a two. One and a half to one and a half. Yeah. All right. Crunch. Oh, it's got <laughs> lots crunch. of crunch. Four, three. <laughs> four, three for me. I'm calling it four. I don't think it's that crunchy, but it, it's. It's close. It's crunch. Three, three, three what, and a half. We'll call what, it three and a half. What's That's, gonna what's what is it gonna take to make a four on crunch if it's not that? It's gotta have flies in it. Have you ever had bookers? <laughs> and solid it's yeah. gotta have solid mass. Have you ever had <laughs> have you ever had bookers? I see I get like Jim Beam's devil cut. I'll give that like a four point five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying. That type of shit. And I feel like that's a four. If Devil's Cut's a four point five, that's a four. A bite? How do you feel about bite? It's got, it's got some it. bite. It's got some bite, and but I'll it's get not the bite over the crunch. I think it's got a four bite. It's not for me. It's not so much the 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 intensity of the bite. It's that it doesn't really taste good. Yeah, I'm giving it like a three point <laughs> five or four. Yeah, uh, bottle unique bottle. It, that's yeah. a unique bottle. So it's special for that. I, I give yeah. it some marks on the bottle. The extra little bubble like on the neck gives makes it pour really fucking nice from what i could tell mm-hmm. um the cork pop is solid uh the bottle is unique and it has the a old western look i like it uh i don't love the label but i like the bottle yeah drunkenness i feel like you can't uh you can't, you can't take away with five proof dude but. that's that's i used i was back wondering. when i thought i was a hard ass i used to drink wild, wild turkey, turkey 101, 101. Yeah. Oh dude, my god that's 105 yeah. so i'm gonna give that a four yeah at it's, least it's working four or four and a half for, uh, I, for whiskey, I'm saying four and a half. Like if five is fucking one fifty one or something like, that, but that's not even whiskey. Like, that's whiskey wrong. doesn't go yeah. that high, you know. Drunkenness is ever clear. I mean, like that's five. Is that even whiskey though? No, it's just it's grain Russian. alcohol, right? It's yeah. Russian whiskey. So no, it's just grain alcohol. As on the scale of whiskey, I feel like that's a four, four and a half for drunkenness. So now, as an aside, th- th- again, these these scales are just for. Uh, just for reference, they're not like we think it's good or bad. Right. right. What? Where do you think it? Like, is, do you like it? No. Pers- personally, do you like <laughs> no. it? No. No. I would rather drink wild turkey. But at one I of, like it at one hundred five proof, though. I'm sure it's quite economical. I like yeah. it. I, I think mm. it'll put hair on your chest. Uh, I think these guys have small dicks. Um, well, I think you should check it out. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no, nah, this not. this is good. This, that, I'm intrigued. My balls are tingling. Uh, I don't know, man. All right, so let, let's get the crazy. Eyes, to me, it doesn't know? taste good and it doesn't go down smooth. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. But let's let's <laughs> rein it back in. All right, so Eminem, Mac Lethal, both new right. albums. Yeah, uh, let's go ahead and start with Eminem. Uh, his new album's really good. He's gonna get some shit for it. I, I think he already is getting shit for it. Uh, so well, I, I saw it. I saw it that it dropped yesterday. Actually, I saw uh, Mac Miller's album drop first. I just happened to see it first. I don't know how. And then uh, later in the day, someone was like, "Eminem dropped a new album today," and I was like, "No, that that it, like it didn't compute because he just dropped Kamikaze like so what a year ago." A year ago. And so ago. my brain my brain went. Uh, someone put M.M. for uh, Mac, Mac Miller. Miller. Right. And this dude just read it wrong. So I look it up after listening to the new Mac Miller album. I look it up and no shit. Eminem dropped a new album today also. Um, Eminem's album is is solid. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's not perfect. It's not his best album that he's ever made. But it is a solid album all the way through. And it's, it's long. Worth listening. Yeah, it's like, it's like an hour and ten minutes, I think. Dang. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of Eminem. Uh, if you check out, so a couple of songs that really stick out in my head. Um, Godzilla, you said it best. Chop, you said this earlier. I'm just going to quote you. He went full rap god at the end. Yeah. He goes so fast and so hard. <laughs> Eminem is the greatest of all time at lyrics. He just is. In the in the hip-hop rap world, Eminem can do lyrics better and than me, anybody else. And me, you talked about this. Uh, he's, he's the greatest stylistically as well. Like, there's nobody... That can even imitate all of the styles that he is proficient okay. in. So, so, so <laughs> when when uh, uh, Tupac released, like when Tupac went out there, right, and people heard and listened, a million people tried to emulate him. You know, yeah. a million people tried to shut him down, and mm-hmm. and you know they some some were better at it than others, but but he had he had imitators. Dude, nobody can do what Eminem does. There's some people there's that some sound people like him, that... but there's not people that can emulate his style as as well as he can. Right. People so, can emulate Tupac at Tupac's level, so maybe Tupac, not lyrically, but like stylistically they can't. He definitely Tupac changed the game. Eminem also changed the game. For sure. The difference is Tupac is is uh you can rip him off. You can you can rap like Tupac. You, you can rap, rap like Eminem too. I've not, heard I've heard people do it. You they, can rap they, like they, they like might Eminem, not be though. able to do it for twenty five fucking years and still drop albums that may be good and relevant. Um, so I I also saw it immediately when he dropped the album, but I got I got kind of robbed here. The way that I saw it was a news story that says Eminem drops a new fucking album promoting anti gun laws. No, no, no. Right, Fuck that. Right. Which I I said immediately when you told me this. Like that that's not what he's going So, right, for, but that's I how I so, so hear me out. Hear me out. That's how I uh heard the fact that he dropped a new album and I specifically did not go listen to it on purpose because I was nah, wor- you I, the, I was I was worried you that let it, the media fuck with you. I dude. was worried that it was gonna exactly this is what I'm getting at. This is fucked up, right? Like Right. It is fucked up because you know, you already know Eminem's whole thing is that he fucks with media and the media fucks with him. So that's exactly what he didn't want to happen. And you fucking let it happen. Uh, Uh, So I saw, I saw that Eminem dropped the album. I listened to the Eminem album, um, right, like fresh, hot off the press, you know? Yeah, for sure. And then today, uh, I woke up, I turned the news on and good morning America is talking about how 
M&M's in hot water because of some fucking do to do to do. And M&M does like, not sweat hot water. M&M <laughs> is fucking pumping his like he just won because now a five million on other Good Morning America voice. they're yeah. talking about M&M. Yep. This shit was calculated from the get go, uh-huh. and he's always been controversial. He's always been um, on that edge of like this is what I can get away with. But he's always and he did it again. Now, okay, so the first song he went full rock god in Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another song, uh, Darkness. Yeah, Darkness. Now, when when I went out and told my guys in the shop, I was like, dude, Eminem. Dropped a new album. Uh, where are you at? And they were like, all right, we're song number four or whatever. And I was like, have you listened to Darkness yet? And they were like, no, we haven't got there yet. We're going we're gonna to be there soon. And I was like, oh, man. It's fucked. Dude, it's, it's, it's darkness. It's, it's dark. It's weird. And uh, I applaud his, his like, I'm, I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. Uh, so to, to kind of piggyback off that, um, <clears throat> I think that's what's going to get him in trouble for sure. That and stepdad. What trouble? What trouble? What well, are they- he's not going to get in trouble as far as he's concerned, <laughs> but as far as mainstream media, that's what they're going to get at him for. So right? here's my here's my hang up. Anybody that knows me knows that I obviously grew up with rap and the the transition of like going to gangster rap from hip hop and then the underground. Like I grew, and I love it. It's 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 a uh, it's a huge piece of who I am for sure. Um, and I've been a big fan of Eminem right out the gates, like ever since I first heard him. Mm-hmm. And I've always been a big proclaimer of like, fuck yeah, I get behind his shit. A lot of times he talks to, he talks about things that mean something to me personally. And that's, I can relate to it. Right. Uh, so I love, I love a lot of his music. Um, a few years ago, probably about five years ago, he started bringing more political shit into it. Nah. No, yes, no, no, no. he did. Well, no, no, no. I'm not debating that. Yes, he that. did. I'll show you the I'm fucking not, video. No, no, no. I'm not, de- I'm not arguing with you. What I'm saying is this is not that. Right. Uh, right. The, the media right. is finding reasons to be mad at Eminem. But you're not and letting they're, me, And they're projecting. You're not letting me finish my thought. Without the media, I listened to that shit. And I was like, dude, kind of fuck that. Like, stop it. You're not, you're not a politician. Fucking, right. You know what I mean? Like, I can get behind some of your shit. This shit I can't get behind. Like, right. But I don't want you to sit here and be like... It. Eminem, stop being political before you before you listen to it and know that he's that. always been somewhat political, but I feel like he's always been on the right side of it for a lot of it. And now I don't know. I feel like at some point it flip flopped a little bit, and he went more hardcore political. And, and 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 so that that's calmed me down with him. Like I've been a little bit skeptical listening to his shit ever since then. You know what I mean? I've been a little more like, eh, I don't know if I really feel that song or or whatever. Um, but I did hear a couple of clips from the new album uh, earlier today, and I and I like what he's doing. And he, don't get me wrong, don't fuck up my words. He's one of the greatest of all times, without a fucking doubt. He's a Hall of Famer, fucking top of the motherfucking shit yeah. for sure, for sure. One of the most creative person people alive. One of the, I I can't. I want to I want to like, pick it up from here. Lyrically, he is the goat. Yeah, lyrically, yeah. he is the greatest of all time. And I don't think that there's room to debate this. No. Even if you disagree with what he's saying in his songs, you can't deny that his lyrics will will They're be, gonna make a be lot applicable of... for a long time. And like ninety five percent of the times there's at least one song on every Eminem album that will give me chills and just be like, oh, So fuck. like and I it's don't... faster and smarter and sharper and hits harder and dude, he he's got it. He's just so dynamic. Like I to be honest, I don't I'm not a big fan of him, but I can respect like 
how well he puts things together, his thoughts, his words, his rhythm. And, and he brings it personalities. back. Personalities. Yeah, crazy. it's crazy, dude. Uh, I will say this. I'm, I'm not just sitting here sucking Eminem's dick. Because his hooks, his fucking chorus, his, that shit is whack. It's whack. <laughs> not always. Not He's always. had a dude, lot of fucking good ones, man. On, on this album, I'm like, M, stop fucking... Just stop trying to sing. You already know you're not a singer. Don't Blake, sing. You can't write a song without a bridge, homie. I know. All right. Well, so, I just. <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment, man. I've been waiting. You're hating on Eminem's hooks, right? And you're saying that the reason that he shouldn't write hooks is because Eminem can't sing. And I'm so, not going to fucking argue. Look, with the reason the reason M works so well in the beginning is because he had Dre. Dre's not a rapper. Dre's a producer. Right. 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 M's not a producer. M's a rapper. And now what we're seeing is M trying to step into this new world of rap and rap like the people today are rapping, and he's good at it. He is. Yeah, but, but he's, he's not. Never, he's never at produced it. any like number one artists like Fifty Cent or Obi Trice or. Right. But he's not good at. <laughs> but he's not good at the production and the hook and the like bringing people in. He's not. He's not writing or he, doing like motherfucker banger, can't sing banger. like Adele. He can produce like a motherfucker. Yeah. I'm, I'm with Chris on this, but the whole point that I wanted to make and the reason I'm hyped and the reason that I'm glad that you just said what you just said is because it leads us into our other topic. And that right. is that you say that Eminem can't sing and he shouldn't sing. Mac Miller can't sing and Mac Miller should have never fucking sung. And this album that came out postmortem for Mac Miller is the worst fucking thing that's happened to music in like the last 30 fucking years. Just because you go hard doesn't mean you're right, Chop. No. So look. Mac Miller, Mac Miller <laughs> started with like a real, uh, what, what was the, what was the song? Um, good day. I don't remember what it was called, but the best I, day, the best day. I got hooked on Mac Miller because of that song. And this, after he died and this, and this album, no, it was before he died that I heard that song. It was after he died that you liked that song. <laughs> but, uh, after he died, they've po- posthumously, they've released this album. Post- Humi- Post humor, humorously, no, humorously, ominous. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> so they've released this album, and it sounds nothing like uh, Mac Miller of the past. It's something new, right? And what I'm getting at is every artist evolves, right? And this, this, this new Mac Miller that we're getting to hear now is actually the early shit that you never supposed heard. to be. Is supposed to be the next evolution of Mac Miller. And what sucks about it is, is it's a de- it got devolution. Devolution? No, it's a so he reincarnation. Went from, he went from being a hip hop star to or a hip hop like a rapper to being a. Uh, it's almost jazzy. It's it's and it's Ooh. slow. It reminds me of like Citizen Cope. He went from being. Uh, a decent rapper to being a really, really, really shitty wannabe jazz artist. I'm not going to say that it was great, but I'm not going to say it was bad either. I thought it was good. I thought it evolved. What I did hear in it is uh, the struggles and trials that obviously led up to something that I'm going to go ahead and he say, didn't know was about this. to happen. Mac Miller is the Justin Bieber of the rap game, and before you completely hate on that statement, understand that Justin Bieber has fucking pipes. And Lyme that, disease. That kid can fucking sing. All right, so <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this this whole fucking conversation but with this. I did not really like Mac Miller as a rapper when he was alive. I didn't Ditto. love his music. Like he was okay. I, I'm not saying that I hated him. I'm not saying that he was bad. I'm saying that I didn't really like him. Look, Dude, I'll, I'll, I'll get there. Here's what here's what what connected with me. Uh, this new Mac Miller album. I'm listening to it. 
It opens with circles. Which is the worst song I've ever he, heard in my entire life. <laughs> and he's he's got lyrics like, I'm, I'm you know, drawing a line. I'm starting, but I go back to the beginning. I'm drawing circles. The, the imagery was really good. The metaphor was good. Um, you also know that he's he died shortly after doing this. Um, he's, he's Oh, that's he, what that means. He's changed. I thought like he did it after he died. He's changed. Yeah, he's still writing songs. Bro. That's crazy, man. He he's rapping one way, and now he's trying something different. Um, you also heard the influence of like the drugs, dude. Straight up, this this whole album sounds, sounds like, like somebody that's on, on heroin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now heroin does one of two things to a to a music musician, uh, uh, an artist. It either makes them really good or it kills them just so happens that it killed this guy or both so here's what i was getting at with my justin bieber comment justin bieber is a really good r&b artist and he fucked up when he tried to go hard that's where he fucked his whole career and most of his life up it would be there at the point where he tried to go gangster and go hard he was a really great singer he should have just kept doing his thing mac miller is a really good rapper he had a lot of talent there and he fucked up when he tried to go to r&b yeah okay so here's what i'm gonna say i liked it <clears throat> objectively looking at this and I'm, I really am trying to just look at it from an outside perspective and go, all right, this album taking away all of the titles around it, all of the fame around it, all of the uh, hype around it, every fucking piece and just look at it objectively. But you as can't an take album. that away. Cause that's part of it. That's part of the whole ethos. Like it is though. It's the same. It, it, Somewhat he's right, because it kind of is. Because like you said, you weren't really a huge fan of Mac Miller, but you you earned some respect well, after he after he Look, Heath away. Ledger, the no, reason... No, 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 and, no. and you got some of that, like... I, I'll, be, I'll, I'll, I'll look, Heath Ledger was great as the Joker, knowing that he died as the Joker, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Mac Miller died with this this <laughs> mindset in his head. Heath Ledger also and, did Brokeback Mountain before he did the Joker. And it, my, and it, my, that's my what, point that's is, what hit hard to me. If you objectively look at the album, it is bad. It is really, really, really bad. I'm with Chop. Like I, He's separating it from the hype behind it. Right. Now, he's looking at it Now, if you take the hype and put that behind it, and you still have that, and you look at, like, all right, this was his struggle as an artist, and this is part of what he went through before he died, and you add those elements in, sure, it gives a better look into his life, it's still really bad music. Nah. <laughs> nah, I liked it. To me, it sounded like Citizen Cope, and I like Citizen Cope. It, 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 uh, it's definitely more jazzy. It's not hip-hop. It's it not goes, a banger. It's not it fucking goes back. Uh, club music. That's not what it is. And right. th- I feel like that's what people wanted. <laughs> no, no, and no, because no. that's not what they got, they... It I, goes back to what I was originally saying. You said that Eminem should not fucking sing a hook because Eminem can't sing. Mac Miller can't sing worth a fuck, and he made an entire album post his death that was him singing on heroin, and it is bad. It's not good. <laughs> bam. Sometimes heroin makes it better. No, no bam. There's no fucking mic drop there. No, uh, there is. There's a big listen, mic drop. There's so much silence right there. Listen listen to the album. Listen to the I album did. objectively. I I haven't listened to much of it, but uh-huh. what I know, but what Bam. I am, but <laughs> what I <laughs> drop the mic. But there. what I know for sure, speaking a little bit to chop shit, is like I wasn't a big fan of Mac Miller until, uh, like you said, after he died. And for me, it was because through some of that and learning about who he was as a person, uh, I respect his struggle. I respect the fact that he had something from the time he was little bitty, and he he dude, and he struggled, and he fucking he and he made it. When, when it's all said and done, he made it. And I got a lot of respect for that. 
You know what I mean? Well, and, to, and, and to pick it up and, and take it in a new direction now, because we've we've beat this horse in the ground. I, uh, best Day Ever, Mac Miller, Best Day Ever, is a great song. And I feel like anybody that listens to it is better for at least a few moments. Like I can, Yeah, I can get behind that and validate yeah. that. Is that's, it kind of like a sure. Michael Jackson song? That's where I was going to go. Man in the Mirror. So Man in the Mirror is another great song that take take all the dogma away from it. Take all the bullshit. And just take that song, listen to that in a vacuum, and if everybody woke up in the morning and listened to Man in the Mirror, the, the entire world would be better for 10 seconds. Another one, uh, Marvin Gaye, What's Going On? That whole album is something like that. Dude, there's yeah. a lot of them out there. Yeah. Uh, what, 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 me. what a Wonderful World. What a Wonderful World's good. Oh, man. Uh, <clears throat> wow. I have some, some kind of maybe ones that maybe everybody doesn't know but i think they definitely fit the script uh there is ain't no um, <clears throat> country roads get back to me in one second and i'll, I'll tell you the names <laughs> of them. yeah I, I i think there's a few songs that that if people just if people just listened they it, it, it could change your whole day you know mm-hmm. if if you listen to man in the mirror if you listen to what a wonderful world you're you're gonna be a better person, and yeah, you're gonna forget about it, and you'll move on. But for a few minutes, for a few minutes, you might be a better person. So, speaking about a mere random interjection, I heard that like uh, in retail places where they have customer service and people return things, a lot of times they'll put a mirror in the background of like the service counter because uh-huh. people are less likely to be dicks if they can see themselves in the mirror. That's yeah, smart. I know that. Isn't that crazy? So the ones that I was gonna say are uh, there's a song called "Can't Hold Me Down" by Grizz. That's a really like, uh, at least for me, it's a really like just I, I need to make this day better and like I need to be my best self today kind of thing, you know. Empowering music. Yeah, and uh, there's another one called Battle or uh, Belgrade, and it's by Battle Tapes, and it's the same kind of way. It's like it's the most just you get you get that I'm on top of the fucking world feeling. Like yeah, I'm gonna fucking kick today's ass. Like I'm fucking nailing it. Happy, bro. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. That type same, of shit. Same kind of shit. I yeah. have a whole playlist on my in my uh, music. Like I have a whole playlist just based on that. Like it doesn't matter what kind of mood you're in. If you listen to this music, like it, yeah, it'll, it'll bring you'll you, be better. Yeah, it'll bring you to a better place. Yeah, it's just happy music. Uh-huh. Kind of like people have like the the breakup fucking burned albums, right? right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, like the the breakup playlist, yeah. and then you got I like hate the you bitch. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Never thought I'd say. Yeah. Now, every, everybody knows those songs. But Hell yeah, like, to the no. Everybody's got those motivational <laughs> songs too. And and for me, those two are probably like lesser known than maybe like, you know, Man in the Mirror or something like that. But they're they're both like really just fuck yeah, I'm gonna nail today. Like I fucking got this songs. And that and, was and, one of the big things about Tupac that not a lot of people know. Is right. behind all the gangster rap, he had a lot of like anti-racial motivational yeah, uh-huh. anti-sexist music out there that uh-huh. for sure he, he had a whole song that i think the title was i'll never call you bitch again and it was basically just trying to do away with the word bitch to right to talk about the women you and know? there's that, there's one called I w- they wonder why you call they they wonder why you call you bitch yeah mm-hmm. that one yeah it's like a total flop you know it, but i mean just across the board like there's there's definitely some empowering music behind behind there you know mm-hmm. All right, so I want to take this a step further, and maybe we can give our uh, our listeners a little bit more insight into, you know. Can uh, I, I'm going to pour some shots while you're doing that. All right, yeah, yeah. Songs uh, white people get turned to. Uh, no, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> I, I want to do one in between. Uh, All right. So this is to, to 
get our listeners to know a little bit more about our, our personalities as individuals. Uh, Uh-oh. What's your guilty pleasure song? Ooh, so there's a new one. I have a new guilty pleasure song that is my current guilty pleasure song. It's right. uh, The Tones and I. It's called uh, Dance with, Dance for Me. Or Dance Monkey. That's what it's called. <laughs> Dance Monkey? It's called Dance Monkey. And it's totally, it, to me, it fits right in this in the, what we were just talking about. Like, just like happy. Like, it's just a happy song. Gotcha. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel you. And it's my guilty pleasure song. My kids think it's stupid, which is kind of crazy because it's new music. I thought it would be more geared towards them, but I like it and they don't. Uh, right. I'll throw mine out there real All quick. Right. Uh, R. Kelly remix to Ignition. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love that. that song so much. That's such a good song. Uh, all right, I'll go ahead and throw mine down. This is this is gonna go pretty hard. Uh, so I have two main ones, and it's uh, "Skater Boy" by Avril Lavigne and "TikTok" by Kesha. Ooh, I understand "Skater Boy." <laughs> I get it. You know, you're a skater kid, and you're like, yeah. Hot chick singing. Yeah, I was in like sixth, seventh grade when that song came out, and she was a hot emo chick that was singing about skater kids, and I was a skater kid. Dude, I can tell you this. You're uh, like, I can fuck Avril Lavigne. Yeah. <laughs> Some of my kids watched uh, Spider Man Far From Home last night, uh-huh. and the opening song to that is Whitney Houston. Uh, and uh, oh yeah, 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 that song came on, and I I felt it, felt it in my soul. I was like, <laughs> hell yeah, that's a good ass song. <laughs> I like disco, man. Disco's my go-to. Yeah, 80s music. music. Damn, disco? Huh? Like chic, yeah. Like my wow. keep dancing. Oh, I didn't, I'm, I'm not judging, I just didn't expect that. What yeah. about, okay, so chic, uh, that, you're talking 70s. Yeah. What about like 80s if you go like Ace of Base? Uh, yeah, like Ace of Base? I would, that's that's more, exactly where I was going to go, That's dude. like nostalgic, I guess. Like, 80s I mean, music is totally my... I like more the, yeah. like the, the... Uh, Rhythm of the night. Yeah. That song. That, that, that's more like guilty talk, pleasure. Talk, talk, yeah. Talk, yeah. Come on, girl. Uh, You're like, yeah, yeah. Betty Davis Eyes by Kim Carnes. Dude, full 80s music. 99 Red Balloons. Uh, just, yeah. That's one thing definitely I, a guilty pleasure of mine. One thing I do want to drop in here before before we move on to something else. Uh, and you just reminded me with the... Betty with Davis that. Eyes? Yeah. Uh, Betty White just had her 98th birthday. birthday. I saw that too. Jesus Christ, that bitch will never die. No, <laughs> he's gonna live forever. Yeah, yeah, dude, I love Betty White. That should, uh, that's another one of my guilty pleasures. I think we touched on that last week. Like, what's your guilty fucking yeah. show she that looks, you watch? Mine's definitely Golden Girls. She looks the same, dude. When you see pictures of her when oh, she's yeah. like 19, oh, yeah. and now she's just like an old. Well, she was probably 59 then, but. Yeah. No, not even that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's pictures of her like black and white, like from World War II times, and she's just like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they didn't yeah. even have color back then. They'd have to like pencil it in and shit. You know what's crazy about the Golden Girls is the mom on that show was one of the youngest ones on the show. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I Estelle, love that Estelle Getty. I love that fucking meme with the Grim Reaper and he's at a claw machine and he's like, come on, Betty White. And he's like, God damn it. Who the fuck is Juice World? <laughs> <laughs> I hope she lives forever. I do, too. You can hope in one hand and shit in the other and see what fills up first. Dude, Sorry, I think Bubba. if she keeps smoking weed with fucking Snoop Dogg, she'll be all right. Yeah. Snoop Dogg's going to smoke her out and take her position. All right, position. let's take, let's let's take, take the shots, shots and then talk about songs why people get turned to you. Right. <laughs> Got to go, physician. Uh-huh. Break for nature. Let's keep going. Drink, drink. Wait, what? We're live. Drink. Uh, I thought we were breaking for nature. Shots. 
Yeah, I didn't know it was uh, that high proof. Dude, I like it. I like it. That's some strong shit, dude. I can feel it in my loins. Man, I saw this video of this guy that he like, he had a coyote. He cut backstrap out of a coyote. And he was like, I don't eat the legs. I ate the legs and it tastes like dog. It's gross. But he ate a fucking backstrap. Fucking gnarly, dude. Wait, that means he's eating dog and he's like, nope, the legs taste like dog. He's in Canada. Oh, yeah, Canadians eat dogs. We, well, we he was that. like, I guess he was trying to hunt deer, and <laughs> his coyote ran out there, and he was like, I'm going to cut the backstrap out. And... Y'all are broken. It was fucking gross, dude. All right, uh, songs white people get turned to. Shit. Just a small town girl. girl. Yeah. Living in a That's lonely easy. world. What about... Uh, uh, I got that one on random radio pulling out of a bar on keep last on Saturday night. Keep rocking me, baby. Uh, Steve, Steve Miller. Miller, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, Steve Miller. Most things, Steve Miller. Most things, Journey. Most Leonard things, oh, Skinner, Journey. Leonard Skinner. Dude, most Journey. things, Bon Jovi. Journey was my first concert ever, and I'm like, I didn't know how fucking stoked I would be about that, like 15 years down the road. But I'm still fucking stoked that that was my first concert ever. Yeah, dude. Uh, bon Jovi. Anything Bon Jovi? Uh, uh Rush. Rush, Rush is Rush, 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 is, some of them. Rush is great, dude. And ah, oh, man, we lost one of the greatest drummers that's ever happened. Yeah, you know, for like sure. that. It, it didn't bum me out like when Tom Petty died, which is another one that kind of right. fits here. Right. But uh, yeah, man, Neil Peart was one of the best drummers that's ever happened, and and now Rush is not Rush anymore. Right. I mean, I'm not saying they can't do something i'm just saying yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not the same mm-hmm. um yeah for sure i know what you're saying it's kind of like when bradley died sublime is just kind of no more yeah sublime can still like make play sublime a... songs but like it's not gonna be the same right uh but yeah I, I i don't know um there was another one that was just in my oh acdc pretty much any acdc song would get some white people turn i feel like in a different way but you think it's only white people to get down to acdc and aerosmith and I think it's predominantly white people that get down to ACDC and Aerosmith. Oh, man. we The world needs to know that. <laughs> Dude, they're fucking good. Uh, what for about sure. Queen? That'll get some white people. No, Bohemian no, Rhapsody. No, yeah, everyone sure. will get turned to Queen if you put Bohemian that Bohemian sh- Rhapsody. If you fire yeah. that shit off in a stadium. Oh, yeah. Everyone yeah. gets fired up. Under yeah. Pressure. That one, too. That's Dave Bowie, isn't it? And uh, Freddie Mercury. They're both in that song. Yeah. Oh, white no. people get turned to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Ice Ice Baby. Oh, yeah, dude. You could start getting into, like, the Cupid Shuffle. That'll get some drunk white girls turned. (laughs) Wonderwall. (laughs) Tell me I'm wrong. Wonderwall, yeah. Oasis. Yeah, my wife asked me to quit singing uh, Oasis. (laughs) (laughs) You've been singing it for years, babe. You gotta stop. I said maybe. Yeah. Sweet home Alabama. Yeah, that'll do it, too. Uh, What about, like, damn... Pretty much, I feel like classic rock, like just yeah. in, it's it's like cheating almost. Like I was gonna say, like, all right, we go into fucking Guns and Roses or something like that, but I, I feel like that's cheating. But uh, okay, maybe hip hop or rap needs to or R and B or or jazz. Maybe they need to start sampling this shit because that's great music. Yeah, it really is for sure. Uh more people need to get turned to this shit uh-huh. than just white people. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> I mean, look, we're already we're already fucking leeching off of their music, like yeah, for sure. Let's let's go the other way around. Uh, one thing, so <clears throat> I don't know. I, I just kind of want to mention it because I think it's cool. But they did a uh, a project a while back where they had <clears throat> this was and this was really a while back now, like probably 
seven to ten years ago. Uh, but they had EDM artists get together with old musicians or sample old musicians, one of the two, depending on how they got paired up or whatever. Uh, and that's what led to songs with like Skrillex and The Doors and things like that. And and that whole fucking project that they did was really fucking cool. I like that song. Break in a sweat. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Yeah, Skrillex. Yeah. Uh, but they they did a whole project where like that was one of the songs where Skrillex got paired with the Doors and obviously he sampled that song mm-hmm. and 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 yeah, kind of Jim Morrison in composing anymore right uh, no he's he's decomposing now <laughs> but, uh, they did a whole whole thing with that where they paired people together and and I think it was a really cool project I, I wish that we would do more shit like that Creedence Clearwater Revival yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. for sure yeah something like Leonard Skinner and and uh... Steve Miller, Beach Boys. Oh, everyone loves Beach Boys. Everyone loves Beatles. The the Beastie Boys. Rolling Stones. Beastie Boys transcended also. Yeah, they did. I think I would bet that Rolling Stones transcended. I, I don't know. We need we need some diversity in this garage. (laughs) Yeah, some outside input maybe. Look, if you're not if you're not white, if even if you're just off white, uh, tell us if if some of these artists are are crossing lines for you. For sure. For sure. So, guys, <clears throat> I think that about wraps it up for this week, but the Whiskey and Whiskers website is up. It's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. If you'd like to support the show, there's a link to our Patreon account. The pledge is starting at just $1. At whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com, you can also find links to the show no matter how you choose to listen. iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, and your favorite podcasting apps. And there are links to our social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Again, that's whiskeyandwhiskerspodcast.com. we got new episodes every week. We'll see you next Monday.